0: Good morning rabbot Erev, Shabbat, Parashat Bo, today is He Shvat, which is the Hilula of Rabbi Meir Yisrael. Rabbi Meir Yisrael was a prominent Dayan in the city of Fez, he was the Rav of Rabbi Yedidia Monsonego, he's buried in the city of Fez, and he, um, he was known as, as a very pious Dayan uh, and the Marbitz Torah for years, beloved I'm um, beloved to the community. Niftar and Tavshin which I believe 1972, and I thought to mention one halakha in the name of Rabbi Meir Israel that I heard recently, and it's a uh, it's very relevant. The halakha is that when a person eats a meal uh, of hamotzi, so contrary to popular belief, hamotzi only exempts foods that are eating, with, eaten generally as part of the meal or with the bread. It's a machloket between Rashi and Tosfot and Masechet Birachot, but uh, we follow Tosfot, that any food that comes as a part of the meal, meat, potatoes, vegetables, one does not make a bracha on them because it's subservient to the bread. However, if somebody would give you a candy in the middle of the meal, you would make a shehakol. If somebody would give you uh, fruit, even in the middle of the meal, which is not part of the actual food, it's not like baked together with the food as the eaten part of the food, then you would have to make a beracha of uh, of of that food. What happens with mizonot at the end of the meal? So mizonot at the end of the meal is a whole different discussion. The Shulchan Aruch in Kuv Samechet writes, that mizonot at the end of the meal requires a biracha. That's what the Shulchan Aruch writes, that it requires a biracha. And the reason why it requires a biracha is that it's, if it's coming as a dessert, it's not part of the meal. I only exempt with my hamotzi food that is coming as part of the meal. Now why is it that many people don't make a mizonot at the end of the meal? The answer is, is because there are three opinions what's considered mizonot. Something that's crunchy, Something that is sweet or something that is filled with something sweet in it. So, all of those three conditions make something a mezonot. If you're going to have one of those conditions, for example, if you're going to have cake, yeast cake, that is filled with something that's sweet inside, but according to one of the opinions, it's hamotzi. According to other opinions, mezonot. So, when we make a bracha mezonot, we, uh, uh, we, we, we don't uh, assume that it's hamotzi. But if we're eating it in the middle of the meal, maybe according to one opinion it's hamotzi, and it was exempt with the motzi because bread in the middle of the meal you would never make a bracha on. And therefore, many people don't make a bracha on any type of mezonot at the end of the meal. But that's a mistake. Because there are many mezonot that are definitely not part of the meal. For example, something that's fried, like bisli. One would always have to make Mizunot at the end of the meal. Something like, a, uh, a, something like a, um, <clears throat> a baklava that also has the three conditions. It's sweet, it's filled, and it's a little bit crispy. One would definitely have to make a mizonot, Or apple pie, one would have to make mizonot; It has all three conditions. Wafers, many people say, is included in this. The question is going to be, those things, one would, would definitely have to make a mezonot. The question is going to be cakes. So, according to, as we mentioned, according to some opinions, cakes could be hamotzi, so many people don't make a mezonot on it. I heard recently from uh, Rabbi Rafael Bernizri, who's uh, a family of ours, and he's also, uh, he has zochet learned under Rabbi Meir Israel that he would make mezonot always on cakes at the end of the meal. And that is consistent with the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch. And not only that, although the commentaries on the side, like the Dagiul Mirvava and others, write not to make a Mizonot, but they are talking, they are, they are, they are one opinion. However, the Magengi Borim says that right now, if somebody has a Mizonot at the end of the meal, he didn't have in mind that they should exempt him, he should make a Birachav Mizonot. Furthermore, it is said in the name of Hermoshe Feinstein as well that all cakes and cookies nowadays are very sweet and definitely not part of the meal. And furthermore we discussed in another place that all these three conditions agree with each other. So everybody agrees that they should be mezonot. And it would seem to be that is the logic of Rabbi Meir Israel why he why he would make a mezonot at the end of the meal. And that is indeed um, that is indeed the practice of of some that they make Mizunot at the end of the meal and definitely one who makes a Mizunot at the end of the meal is what to rely on. So definitely bisli uh, even some people say those filled um, those, uh, those filled peanuts called kabakim or something. So bisli and the kabakim and, 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 and donuts that are fried as well. All of oh, apple pie wafers that definitely one could make a Mizunot on. If somebody has uh, something like cake that's sponge cake there's also a big reason to say mezonot because that's made out of something called a blilaraka, a thin porridge. Yeast cake is more of a question, and it seems to be that there are opinions that even yeast cake one would be able to make a bracha mezonot, but that already is a little bit more of a question. Yehi baruch avrabi amen ken